Welcome to the Beauty Talk Podcast, where we feature how the best medical practitioners help their patients to look better, younger, and healthier. Now, enjoy the show, and here's your host. Daniel Gao here. I'm the host of Beauty Talk, where we feature the top medical practitioners in health and beauty, both inside and out. This episode is brought to you by Edna Digital Marketing. Now, I have Dr. Kristen Camella here of Infinite Impact. Dr. Camella is a world-renowned expert on regenerative medicine and natural healing. She was named number 24 on Terrapin's list of the top 50 global stem cell influencers and number one on the Academy of Regenerative Practices list of top 10 stem cell innovators. Dr. Camella made the list of top 50 functional and integrative medicine doctors and scientists in the country by DrAxe.com. So Dr. Camella, great to have you here. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, so let's just get right into it. Uh, I'm curious, how did you end up getting into the regenerative medicine field? So my background is actually in engineering. I have both a bachelor's and master's in chemical engineering, and my PhD is in stem cell biology. And I like to think of myself as an engineer of the body. And really, the body is the greatest machine that's ever been made. Uh, So why wouldn't we tap into that technology that's inside that machine I like to make the joke of uh, your heart is really the greatest device ever made. It will beat every second for up to a hundred years. And uh, certainly your cell phone can't do that. This will probably be dead by uh, Christmas because there'll be a new model out. Um, So the heart is really quite a fantastic electronic device and it's right inside of you. And there's so many examples of technology in your body that we can tap into to stimulate a healing cascade. And I think oftentimes people are looking for solutions outside of themselves. Um, and really what we need to do is tap into our own healing potential. Got it. I think that's a great metaphor you you mentioned as far as combining the body to technology and how, lo- how much potential there is in the body. So when it comes to some of the more popular treatments that your patients come to you for, what would you say are the, like the top or the most popular treatments that they come in? So uh, I'll kind of break that into two things. First, the indications that people are coming in for, and probably some of the more common ones are going to be orthopedics. Um, so we will focus on, for example, knee pain, shoulder pain, et cetera, um, and also um, weight loss resistance. So people will come in, and really what weight loss resistance is, is a broken system inside. So your your hormonal system, your um, other your immune system, everything is just not working as it should. And as a result, you're holding on to extra fat. And so there's different things that we can do to tap into your own potential to reverse that. And really any chronic disease um, having to do with inflammation, which is all chronic diseases. So um, that's kind of the the indications that we're most focused on. Um, And then how we address those, what are the most common things that we're using to address it really boils down to tapping into your inner cell potential. Um, So making your cells uh, function better. And we can do this with a variety of different techniques, everything from a a natural approach approach to nutrition, uh, fitness mindset, uh, as well as using some high-tech equipment um, and some really neat kind of biohacks, if you will, to tap into your cellular potential. And then even as far as injecting actual stem cells into patients to repair and heal. Okay, great. Now, you talked about a lot of different treatments that you're offering, and I want to talk about what differentiate your practice from others in the industry. I don't think I've met another practice that has offered both regenerative medicine 
and also the weight loss side of it. So do you talk a little bit more about some of the other differentiators in your practice? Yeah, I mean, I think that maybe sometimes people don't realize that those things go hand in hand. Um, oftentimes when somebody says, no matter what I do, I can't lose weight. Well, by the way, they also have knee pain. And, and some of that has to do with the excess weight that they're carrying around. Um, so applying regenerative medicine, as well as helping them live a more healthy lifestyle is kind of obvious. Uh, why wouldn't we repair what's going on in the inside, um, allow them to live a healthier lifestyle, release all of that extra fat um, and get them in a better mindset and at the same time, then repair the specific injuries. Um, so it's shocking to me that more regenerative medicine practices aren't bringing the two together. Um, but really what we are is a human betterment zone. We're making people better. And every human that walks through that door wants something to be better. And that's our specialty. Got it. Now, for people who are not so familiar with regenerative medicine, how would you describe how regenerative medicine differs from traditional medicine? It's tapping into your own healing potential. Every single one of us has stem cells that are circulating inside our body. And the main purpose of these cells is to maintain and heal um, any tissue in your body. As a matter of fact, if you didn't have stem cells, you could probably only live for a couple hours because tissue is constantly turning over. Uh, so who you are today is not who you were a year ago. So 100% people change. You change. You have cell turnover. Um, every cell in your body has turned over and it's a new cell. You're a new person. So all we have to do is harness that potential, tap into it, and then use it where we want it. So we can relocate cells and put them exactly where we want to tap into that healing potential. Um, and in our case, we're using what are referred to as adult stem cells. Uh, these are the cells that are already circulating in your body. And then we're just relocating and making them pick up a healing response. Got it. Now, when it comes to education, because I'm sure you get a lot of people that come in, they have no idea what regenerative medicine is what it can do for you. They may have all these different misconceptions about it. So how do you approach educating your patients on what regenerative medicine is and the benefits of it? Yeah, I think that there has been some confusion um, regarding stem cells and you know, where, where are they sourced from? Um, and there's a difference between embryonic stem cells and adult stem cells. And there's a variety of sources of adult stem cells. So just to kind of break it down a little bit, embryonic stem cells would be uh, the cells that occur when an egg and sperm come together. This is called gestation. And five days after that, they form what's called an inner cell mass, which will eventually replicate and form a baby. Uh, those are the cells that would be embryonic stem cells. Those are currently not used anywhere in the United States for clinical treatments of, of, of adults. Um, so adult stem cells can be isolated from a variety of sources. And these are the cells that are already committed to forming specific types of tissue. So they might um, be able to form bone or cartilage or um, other types of tissue, skin types of tissue inside your body. These can be sourced from um, birth tissue. So placenta, cord blood, um, or they can be sourced from tissue inside the person. So that would be like an autologous source, fat tissue, bone marrow. Um, and in our case, we're using any of those types of adult stem cells. So uh, this is not something that is done from the, the embryo. This is done post-birth. Um, and those cells can form any tissue that you want in your body. 
for me personally, I've always worked with adult stem cells. I think that those scientifically make more sense. And the reason is this, when you have a torn meniscus in your knee, you do not want to form a new baby in your knee. You want to form cartilage or knee tissue um, and heal that knee. So it makes more sense to use a stem cell that's going to be more committed down that pathway versus a stem cell that's committed to forming a baby. So adult stem cells make more sense um, scientifically, and they certainly make more sense ethically. Okay, that's that's a fantastic way of explaining it. Because I, I think a lot of people have that misconception of, oh, regenerative medicine stem cells. Oh, you got it from this baby or from an aborted fetus or whatever it is. So I think cleaning that up was a very, is very powerful for people to understand. What are some of the other misconceptions you see that patients talk about or even just people out in the industry who have no idea what it is are mistaken about? I think anytime you have a new therapy that comes forward, there are fears that could be created and it's more fear of the unknown, you know, like what could happen? Um, you know, could the cells create a tumor or something like this? And uh, in fact, that's never been demonstrated scientifically. Whereas with the embryonic stem cells, those do tend to grow rapidly and they will form what's called a teratoma, which is uh, like a, a tumor, a mass. Uh, whereas the adult stem cells have something associated with them called growth inhibition. And this is how they work inside your body. Um, they go to an area, they repair that tissue, and then they stop growing. They don't constantly uh, replicate. Otherwise, you would get runaway tumors in your body all the time. Uh, so, you know, the, I think that, you know, sometimes there are fears just because there's unknowns. Um, but at this point, stem cell therapy has been around for several decades. Um, there's quite a bit of experience, particularly in orthopedics. Um, however, our practice uses stem cells for a variety of different reasons, everything from um, degenerative diseases, heart disease, lung disease, um, kidney, liver, et cetera, uh, to autoimmune conditions to help stimulate the immune system. And if you will hit the reset, because really what's happening when you have an autoimmune system is your body's attacking itself. Uh, so we want to quiet down the immune system and that's what stem cells do. They quiet down an overreactive immune system. This is how they naturally work inside your body anyway. Um, and maybe just to back up to, to give people kind of a, a better understanding. Um, take, for example, you get a cut on your arm. The first responders are going to be uh, the platelets. And these are what form that clotting mechanism. They stop you from bleeding. Uh, so you got the cut, the platelets come, they stop the bleeding. So otherwise you would just bleed out completely. Um, this, the second thing is that platelets act a little bit like first responders and they call to the other soldiers in the area and they, you know, send out a single like, Hey, we've got an issue here. So everybody better come over and help. So the second people that show up are the white blood cells and the white blood cells don't discriminate. They kind of blow the joint up and they mess with the pH. They get the temperature hot. They do all sorts of stuff because they want to stop infection. So that's their main purpose. Well, the third phase is the stem cells and the stem cells come in and tell the white blood cells to chill out, literally calm down. Let's bring the temperature down. Um, and let's start to repair and build new tissues. The stem cells themselves will actually replicate. And then they send out what are referred to as paracrine signals. So they send signaling to the rest of the body and they call for other helper cells to come in and repair. And then that's when you start to get that new tissue formation. Um, and hopefully you don't form too much fibrotic tissue or scar. Um, so stem cells are doing this constantly in your body. And um, it's, it's really, we, we didn't invent anything. This was already there. It was already working inside your body. We just relocate it where you want it the most. 
Got it. Now, you, talk, you touched on this a little bit earlier, but just so that we can clear up the confusion for anyone that knows a little bit about regenerative medicine, but doesn't know it really deeply, it, it's, do you consider stem cells as you can take a stem cell, you can put it anywhere in the body and it will automatically uh, heal that part of the body? Or do you have stem cells that would fill a certain role? Like you'd put this stem cell in the knee versus the elbow versus the back versus the neck. Uh, what would you, how would you explain those? Like, is it general or is it more specific to a certain area of your body? Both. Uh, so you can target specific areas. You can go directly into a joint. Now with orthopedics, you do want to go into the joint because these are avascular, meaning there's not a lot of blood flow going into the joint. So if you put cells circulating, not a lot of them are going to end up in the joint. So if your goal is to heal your knee, you can directly inject to the knee. You're going to get a better outcome. Now, some people have more systemic issues. So they have a heart issue or a lung issue. So you can put those cells circulating and they're going to take a first pass through the, the heart and lungs. So if you have an issue there, those cells are going to stay. These cells also have a homing mechanism. So they are going to go to areas of your body, which are most lit up, most inflamed, that are sending the most signals off. So if you have a cut on your toe and you inject cells intravenously into the arm, like into the vein, the cells are going to circulate and go to your toe. Now, when you put cells intravenously, you don't get to decide where they go. Your body decides where you need them the most. So you may have something in mind like, okay, I hope my cells are going to help my you know, kidney disease. Um, but once the cells get in there, they're going to say, oh, this guy didn't realize he's actually got some heart trouble. So we're going to focus on that. Um, so, you know, I always let patients know, like you have one thing in mind, but that may not be the biggest issue in your body. So if we put them circulating, they're going to go where you need them the most. Um, we can also get them to the brain. Now, when we're doing the brain, we have some different techniques that we can do to get them you know, more to the brain. We can do um, some different things to open that blood brain barrier and allow the cells to cross easier. But if it's orthopedics, we'll target directly what we want. Got it. Okay. Yeah, I think that clears it up very well. Now, one thing that I know about regenerative medicine, the, really the, a big benefit of it is that it allows people to get the care and the help they need without having to rely on drugs and without having to rely on surgery. In most cases, it can be invasive surgery. So could you speak a little bit more towards that, especially like some of the patients you've worked with or just overall, like I see that as a huge benefit of regenerative medicine. Absolutely. And I think uh, I can say this with 100% confidence. There is no drug on the planet that cures any chronic disease, period. Um, so the way the drugs are designed is to manage symptoms. And so unfortunately, when you're managing symptoms only, the disease is still there. And oftentimes the drugs come with side effects, which create more symptoms, which lead to more drugs. Um, so taking drugs is oftentimes not a great solution. And I think patients are realizing this. Um, more than 65% of the population in the United States have been diagnosed with at least one chronic disease. And those are the diagnosed people. We've got other people walking around who haven't been diagnosed yet. And they'll tell you, yeah, I'm taking all sorts of meds, but I still don't feel good. So the difference is with stem cells, we're trying to address the root cause. We are not trying to mask a symptom. We are trying to get to what the issue is and repair it. Uh, so I think people are looking for alternative solutions because they know that the solutions that are being offered in traditional medicine just aren't cutting it. Mm -hmm. With regards to surgeries, um, there are potential negative consequences with the surgeries. And so, you know, oftentimes people would like to try everything they can before they go to a surgical 
approach. And um, you know, this is a great option for somebody who's wanting to avoid a total knee replacement or a total hip um, and would like to see if they can repair it on their own. You always have the option to go to surgery if you know something doesn't work, but why wouldn't you try to keep your own tissue intact and see if you can repair it? Okay, got it. Yeah. Now, when it comes to the patients that come in and see you, how are you able to make that balance between providing a very relaxing environment for them, but still making sure that the safety component is there for them? I'm sure you get a lot of people that come in, they're not quite sure exactly what it is, and they're a little bit stressed out. So how do you strike that balance? Yeah. So, I mean, we have a a variety of different approaches. So oftentimes when somebody comes in, uh, we will start them first in our metabolic reboot program and clean up their inside environment. Um, So many times once we clean up, we help them uh, release some of that fat they have been carrying around that they hadn't been able to lose. We improve their nutrition. um, We improve their overall health, their overall cellular health. Um, Maybe we don't need to take the next step and go to stem cells. So we take a conservative approach in that regard, um, seeing what we can do first just by cleaning up their lifestyle, um, you know, maybe doing some IV nutritionals and then combining that with some of the therapies that we offer, um, things like hyperbaric oxygen, cryotherapy, um, even pulsed electromagnetic frequency. All of these things can stimulate a natural stem cell response without having to take the next step of actually injecting. Um, But then in many cases, uh, we do go that next step. Now, as far as the safety profile, we have a very strong safety profile. We treated our first patient in 2001, which uh, we were many first-in-man indications, and we published many of those results. Um, So I think people turn to us and trust us just because we have been doing this longer than most groups. Got it. Now, when we talk, when people think about medicine, they think it's very scientific, like you have this set. Uh, steps that you go through every single time to deal with this condition. But what would you say, how much of a role does creativity play in your approach, especially when you get all different types of people with all different types of conditions? I think traditional medicine is missing that creativity, as you call it, um, because first of all, physicians are so limited. They have maybe three, seven minutes with a patient and um, they're looking at symptoms and then they're looking at the drugs that they can pair with those symptoms. And they're not, you know, addressing the root cause or or getting to really the issue and they're missing that. So when patients come into our clinic, we're spending a lot longer with the patients. You know, we're not bound by insurance and ICD coding. Um, So we can actually take the time to understand the patient and understand, you know, all the components of what's going on with them um, and really make a difference in their life. So I think in the future, this is going to be a much better approach to medicine because we actually get results. The current health paradigm is what's your symptoms? Here's your drugs. Go home. Oh, that didn't work. Here's more drugs. And it just kind of keeps going like that. And, and people are fed up. They're looking for something new. They, they want actual results. And that's where we're delivering. So you're right. We can provide um, almost a more artistic approach because we're looking at each person as an individual. Mm-hmm. I think that's a fantastic way of doing it because I think that's also a big issue, like you mentioned, is with traditional medicine. It's, oh, you have this pain, take this pill. Oh, you have this pain, get this surgery. There's no personalization to it. There's no, okay, we need to fix what is your actual root cause instead of just masking the symptoms. Now, I'm sure you must have had, you've been doing this for, for a while now, so you must have some incredible stories of maybe patients who have gone lots of places and just couldn't get an issue fixed. And then they came to you and then they were able to get it solved. Would you mind sharing just 
one or two of those stories of patients who've had an experience like that. Yeah, one of my favorite uh, recent patients um, is a traumatic brain injury patient. Um, so this was a young man, college age, so maybe 21, 22, and uh, had fallen down a, a flight of stairs and maybe over a railing and had been kind of left for a while, not found uh, with a traumatic brain injury and was rushed to the hospital and spent, um, you know, maybe several months in um, uh, induced coma and severe brain trauma and swelling, et cetera. And to the point where they had told the mother, you know, we don't think he's going to make it. So when he presented, it was probably a year or so after the actual incident, he came in nonverbal um, and couldn't make eye contact. And we're talking about somebody who was in college studying engineering. Um, so this was a previously very, you know, bright young man and um, now couldn't speak, couldn't make eye contact and was also having a lot of violent outbursts, which is common with traumatic brain injury. Uh, so when he presented, the family was more interested in doing kind of non-invasive. So, so we didn't start with stem cells. We um, did quite a bit of hyperbaric and um, the, the pulsed electromagnetic, everything we could do to stimulate that healing cascade and circulating stem cells and really repair. Um, and I'm happy to report that he walks in and sits down and chats with me and tells me about the favorite podcast he just watched on Joe Rogan's show. And um, he now drives a car and he's working. Um, wow. So we went from somebody who was not a functioning part of society to somebody who is and contributing to society. And I think, boy, it's stories like that that kind of warm my heart and make me remember why I do this. Yeah, that's incredible. I mean, just something like that. You would imagine that with traditional medicine, it's just they write that person off like we can't do anything. It's over. But it sounds mm -hmm. like regenerative medicine is really giving people that second chance who otherwise traditional doctors would have said, you can't do anything. This is it. You have to live with it for the rest of your life. Uh, yeah, and that, that reminds me of, of another story I'd love to share. Uh, so we had a patient who presented with um, COPD, which is a chronic lung disease. And oftentimes these people are former smokers or they've been exposed to some sort of inhalant toxin. Uh, this particular individual was um, a veteran and exposed to toxins in the military. And as a result, his lungs were just fried. And so when he presented, they had told him he had weeks to live and was on 100% oxygen, you know, with the, you know, having to breathe with the oxygen tanks, et cetera. And um, he just said, this is kind of a last, last ditch effort. I, I figured I'd give it a go. Why not? Uh, so we did stem cells. And in this case, we do the stem cells intravenous. So we deliver the cells into the vein and allow them to circulate. We did two or three uh, treatments about once per month. And I'm happy to report that he was able to uh, get off of the oxygen. And he certainly beat that two-week timeline that the doctors had given him. And the doctors gave up. They said, no, just go home and die. Get your life in order. Um, but he wasn't prepared to do that. And uh, he then was able to walk his daughter down the aisle who got married. Oh, wow. That's an incredible story. Uh, yeah. it, it's incredible hearing stories like this. And I'm sure you've got thousands and thousands more. But it's just it's amazing just the power of regenerative medicine. And I mean, what do you think the future of regenerative medicine is going from here on out? I think we'll start to see more and more treatments um, with regenerative medicine. People will start to hear about it more. There's going to be more practitioners coming forward wanting to do it. Uh, for many years, we did provide training programs for doctors 
So we have personally trained more than a thousand doctors who are out there offering these procedures and protocols in their uh, offices. I think you'll see this more commonly. I also think that you're going to see a shift away from this traditional kind of insurance-based three minutes with a patient and then get out of my office um, because people are fed up with it. it. It's not helping them. They don't feel good. It's not working. So I think more and more people are going to be looking for alternative solutions that actually work. Got it. Now, Dr. Camilla, I have one last question for you, but before I ask it, I want to point people to your website at infiniteimpacthealth.com. Now, last question is, what would you say is the most important piece of advice you can give to someone who's been suffering from chronic pain or some type of symptom for a long time and has tried everything, but it hasn't worked? And they're skeptical about regenerative medicine, but they're still looking for some solution to help fix them. What, what would be the best piece of advice you can give to someone like that? The power is in you. Stop giving your power away. Stop looking to practitioners, drugs, et cetera, um, to try and fix you. The power is in you and it's on you to get out there and get the information. And then it's on you to heal. The power is in you. Tap into it. Okay, perfect. Well, there you have it. Dr. Krista Camella sharing her expertise. Now, Dr. Camella, where can people contact you and your practice? Yeah, at that website. And then there's an info uh, email address at that website as well. And the phone number is there uh, on the website so they can give us a call there. Okay, perfect. Well, great. Thanks for being on the show and sharing your message with the world. Okay, thank you. Thanks for listening to the Beauty Talk podcast. Any questions, please contact the practice directly with the contact information provided during the show. We'll see you again next time. Bye for now.